0: Hi friends! Welcome to my podcast. This is The Kind of Book You Can't Put Down. My name is Casey. Thank you for listening. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, I am very excited for this one. This is the second um, recommending books for Taylor Swift songs. Um, and this month we are gonna do Lover, so we're gonna go through all the songs on the Lover album and a book recommendation for each song, and yeah, I'm excited for this one. I picked Lover for this month because it's February and Valentine's Day, um, but yeah, let's go through that. Um, before we start though, I thought I would start doing, um, like a little update every episode, um specifically like what i'm currently reading and just as like a little update kind of like a little letting you guys know hey this is what i'm currently reading whether or not i'm enjoying it um maybe do like a my most recent read what i'm currently reading what i plan on reading next Um, And then I also thought it would be fun to throw in like if if I've purchased any books in the past week, Um, which this week I have not. So we're starting off with a good note. I have not purchased any books this past week. Um, But let's do my most recent read, my current read, and my next read. So most recently this morning I finished um, The Fae Princes, which is the uh, fourth and final book in the Never King series by Nikki St. um It's like a Peter Pan reimagining. Um, yeah, it was a good series. It was very short. Each book is like less than 200 pages, I think. Um, so, very quick read, very spicy, just like a good time. They were just fun. Um, I think I rated them between like a three and a half and four stars. And then I am currently reading Ruthless Vows. I just started that this afternoon. I'm about 15% through it, I believe. Um, and yeah it like picked up right where we left off and I'm glad for that because I definitely the first book left off with me wanting to know what was going to happen next um I don't know if I mentioned that's by Rebecca Ross and it is the second in the Divine Rivals duology um and then next I think I'm going to read I kind of want to read a YA next um just because I just read a couple of like adult romances back to back. So I think I'm gonna read Call It What You Want by Brigid Kemmerer next, um, which is a book that I specifically picked up just because of the title, but then I realized that I have read, um, I think it's called Defy the Night by that author and I really enjoyed her writing. I don't think this one is fantasy like Defy the Night was, so we'll see if I still like her writing even if it's not fantasy. I think it's just YA, but I am excited for that one. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, haven't purchased any books in the past week. I thought it would maybe also be fun to do, like, what song I've been listening to a lot the past, like, week or so, um, and who knows if that will be something I continue. I just felt like this week I was like, oh, I've listened to this song a lot this week, um, and I just, like, it. I I was listening to it this morning. and was like, oh, dang, I've been listening to this a lot. Um, But the one I've been listening to a lot this week is You're Losing Me by Taylor Swift. That one has been like just in my head. I can't get it out of my head ever since she did it live in Australia as one of the surprise songs. I've been listening to it so much since then. Um, But yeah, let's get into the book recs for different Taylor Swift songs. So I'm going to go in order of the album. I'm going to do every song on the album. I am also going to include All of the Girls You Loved Before since that was released. And when it was released, she added it to the Lover album. So I am going to include that one as well. Um, But let's start with the first song on the album, which is I Forgot That You Existed. Um, And I am going to be a little silly for this one because I had a hard time finding a book that I've read personally that I thought related to the song, Um, so I did go a little silly, and I just picked a book that I wish I could forget, Um, and I picked the book Credence by Penelope Douglas. I love Birthday Girl by Penelope Douglas. It is one of my favorite books, and I liked Punk 57, and I think I would still read more Penelope Douglas. I like their writing, but... That book for me was just a little too taboo. Um, and, you know, if if you love that book, if it's one of your favorites, I'm happy for you. But I just, I personally couldn't get into that one. Um, so yeah, that's going to be the only like silly one though. I just could not find a book on my shelves that I have read that I thought matched that song. So I just went a little, little silly for that one. And then, all right, next song is Cruel Summer. And I did try and pick a song that was summer related. um, But also I wanted something that fit like the vibe of Cruel Summer. Um, Specifically, I used the lyrics from the chorus. Just her saying, it's new, the shape of your body. It's blue, the feeling I've got. And it's a cruel summer. Um, And I picked It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. Not only is this a very summer book, but they're... You know, when I think of Cruel Summer, I think of a love that is very, very, very quick to rise and, you know, just like burn. Um, And that's what I think of when I think of this book is just like a, you know, it's about a grumpy local and a sunshine rich girl that is forced to go and live in this little seaside town as like a punishment. And they butt heads so much, but then they end up falling for each other. I love that book. I do love Tessa Bailey's romance books a lot. Um, And the next one is Lover. And for that one, I did pick two books. Um, I just kind of thought they both fit the vibe. Um, I used, I focused on the lyrics, we could leave the Christmas lights up until January. Um, So for this one, the first book that I picked is Kiss Her Once For Me um, by... Allison Cochran, I think is how you say her last name. Um, And I picked this one because in this book, it does take place over the holidays, specifically like over Christmas Eve and then into the new year. Um, But it's about this girl who like runs into a woman and they have like this one very like snowy, blizzardy day together and then they never see each other again. And then a year later, um, the main character is working in a coffee shop. She's having a rough time. She's barely scraping by. Um, And she decides to start fake dating the landlord of the coffee shop. Um, And he'll pay her to do that. And all he wants her to do is come home for Christmas with him. And when they get there, she realizes that his sister is the girl that she had that um, snowy day with. And then the other one that I picked is The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren. This one doesn't take place during the holidays, but I did focus on, like, we could leave the Christmas lights up until January, just like a, you know, we're so in love and into our, you know, in our honeymoon phase that we're not even going to think about the Christmas lights, is the way that I kind of interpreted that. Because in this one, um, it's a single mom and and she's like a... Data and statistics person, um, and she hears about a—I think it's an app or like a matchmaking—is it an app? No, it's just like a company. She hears about a matchmaking company um, that's like supposed to help you find your soulmate through DNA. She ends up getting matched to somebody through ninety-eight percent compatibility, um, compatibility, and it ends up being the founder of the company. Um, and she doesn't like him right off the bat, but they end up, you know, falling for each other, um, which is probably going to be the theme for a lot of these books. I'm trying not to spoil them, but a lot of these books are romance and I do typically tend to read romances with happily ever afters. So if you have not read these books and you, and I spoil it for you, I'm sorry, but most of these books do have happily ever afters. And I think because of their romances and because this is a lover album that is going to be kind of the theme throughout most of these books. Um, Let's see, the next song is The Man, and I did try and focus on like um, a very feminine or feminism powerful book, sticking it to the man, Um, and I actually read, I think last year, a book called Does My Body Offend You by... Maya Cuevas and Marie Markhart, um, and it is a YA, but it is very powerful, very feminist, very, like, you know, don't tell me what to do with my body, um, and in the song, um, there's a lyric that says, What I was wearing if I was rude could all be separated from my good ideas and power moves. And in this book, it follows two girls one who has like a lot of curves, and she just recently moved from Mexico, and she is not used to like the heat and humidity in Florida where she moves to. Um, and so she, I think, is it that she goes to school without a bra, maybe? Um, and she ends up getting in trouble by a teacher and then the other girl is like a very stick thin hasn't really come into her body yet Um, and she tries to prove a point by also coming to school without wearing a bra because she is trying to stick up for this girl who gets in trouble for it and it's about them just kind of proving that you know bodies are bodies and who cares and we're all different and that shouldn't mean that one person should have to cover up more than a different person or one person should have to wear certain things versus a different person. Um, and I really liked that one. It was YA but I felt like it was very mature for being a YA book. I feel like it's something that everyone could read. I don't think it's specifically a YA like mindset if that makes sense. Like if you don't like YA I think you would still like that book. Um, next is The Archer, and for this I picked The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller, which is one of my all-time favorite books, um, and specifically the line I chose for this one is when is the lyric, and I cut off my nose just to spite my face, then I hate my reflection for years and years, and I thought that that fit um, Patroclus, who's one of the main characters in the story, just... How he struggles to feel like he is deserving of Achilles, um, and he struggles to feel like he's really like has any um, anything to give or provide to their relationship, but also just to the circumstances that they're in. Um, and yeah, I love that book. I I recommend that book to everybody. I think it's such a fantastic book. I love Madeline Miller's writing. And I really hope she writes more books because I've read both Song of Achilles and *Circe*, and I want more. I definitely want more. Doesn't even necessarily have to be Greek mythology, but I would love if it was that because both of those are, um, but I would just love more of her writing. And the next song is I Think He Knows. And for this one, I chose another one of my all-time favorite books. Um, this is a book I actually recently bought a special edition of this book because I just love it so much. Um so I chose The Spanish Love Deception by Elena Armas. Um and I focus on the lyric. He got my heartbeat skipping down 16th Avenue. Got that oh, I mean, want to see what's under that attitude. Um, because in this the male main character is like kind of I wouldn't even say grumpy, he's just kind of like uh he's hard to get past his walls, um, puts up a lot of barriers. And when you when she finally when the female main character finally can like get past the walls, she's just like giddy with everything that he does. And everything that he does is very swoon-worthy. He's a very strong male main character in a story. He's one of my favorite book boyfriends. He's just he's so swoon-worthy. Um, next is Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. And I picked Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. Um, Kind of because in this, like, they're both very popular in their field. He's a very, um, my goodness, very well-known, very good hockey player. And she is, like, a very top in her category for uh, ice skating. And so, like, I thought, you know, Miss Americana heartbreak prince like i focus on like they're both kind of top people very popular very well known um but they also just like uh the part where it says it's you and me there's nothing like this like they both just very easily become you know a thing and have a lot of chemistry um in pretty much all the places where it counts and yeah it's a very cute story um I do want to read more of that series. I think there's three books in the series, and specifically I want to read the third one, because the third one I think is Henry's um, book, and I really liked Henry in this book a lot. He's just... He was such a sweet little golden retriever side character, and I can't wait to read his book where he is the main character. Um, next is Paper Rings by... I almost said by Taylor Swift. Duh, the whole album is. Um, I picked the book, People We Meet on Vacation, by Emily Henry. Um, and in the song, there's a line that says, I hate accidents, except when we went from friends to this, and this book is about two best friends. Um, over the course of ten summers, they take a trip each summer, and one of if I'm remembering correctly I think the guy falls first I think the guy has always had feelings for the girl and during their like last summer trip that they're going to take he has like one chance to try and get her to fall in love with him um so it's um friends to lovers it's guy falls first if I remember correctly it's been a couple years since I read that one but I'm pretty sure that is the one where he falls first um but yeah, it's very cute, very sweet. Um, let me just, let me go back and read this. Oh no, I think I'm wrong. I think she falls first. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, it's been a it's been a little while since I read that one. I do know it's friends to lovers. I do know that they were like best friends growing up and would take these like little vacations together. Um, which is why I focus on the line. I hate accents, except when we went from friends to this, because they started as friends and then kind of accidentally, but not accidentally. Cause one of, one of them can't remember which one, but one of them does have feelings for the other and kind of plans all of this, um, to get them to come together and fall in love. Um, let's see, sorry, I feel like I let you down on that one because I could not remember part of the, like, who fell first kind of aspect of that one. But anyway, moving on. The next book is, the next song is Cornelia Street, and I picked Seven Days in June by Tia Williams for this one. First of all, before I get into this, her new song, or her new book, A Love Song for Ricky Wilde, just came out, and I, like, put it on my like priority March TBR. I cannot wait to read that. I loved Seven Days in June. I believe I rated it five stars. This one I've heard is even better somehow. Um, So I'm really, really looking forward to that. I put it as like my number one on my March TBR that I want to try and get to. The only reason I'm not going to get to it in February is because I'm still trying to finish up. Um, I think I have two books left on... What I put for my TBR for February, and I'm trying to mark all of them off for the first time. That would be the first time I've ever read every book that was on my TBR. Um, But yeah, I put it on my priority for March. I'm so excited for that. Uh, But anyway, back to Cornelia Street. So I focus on the lyric Barefoot in the Kitchen, Sacred New Beginnings that Became My Religion. Um, Because in this book, the female and male main character. They're both authors, and they have they knew each other from their past when they were, I think, teenagers into young adulthood, or maybe just teenagers. Um, and they had seven days. They had this week of just this crazy whirlwind, little week-long romance, um, but. They also had a lot of trauma, and so one of them ends up breaking the other one's heart. They don't see each other for many years. They end up running running into each other at this, like, book convention because they're both authors, and they kind of rekindle everything. Um, But yeah, I just when I was reading that book, that song kept coming up in my head. I remember specifically with reading that book, I kept singing that song in my head or thinking of that song. It's just, yeah that was one that I couldn't stop thinking about that song when I was reading that book all right uh the next song is death by a thousand cuts one of my absolute favorite songs especially one of my favorite bridges um and I picked the song the book daisy jones and the Six by taylor jenkins reed for this one um I specifically focused on the lyrics I get drunk but it's not enough because the morning comes and you're not my baby this book is very much it's set in the 70s there's a lot of, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll going on. Um, and to the two main characters, well, there's a couple of main characters, but Daisy and then the lead singer of the band that she's in are not the Billy, who's the, he's the guy in the band. He is married, but him and Daisy still have an affair. Um, and so You're Not My Baby i get drunk but it's not enough i just thought that line specifically was very daisy jones and the six coded um yeah i love that book i love taylor jenkins reed writing seven husbands of of evelyn hugo is my absolute favorite book by her um but this one is a close second i've only read those two and malibu rising i want to read some of her i want to read her whole backlist honestly i love her writing it's so incredible Alright, and then the next book, or the next song is London Boy, and probably no surprise to anyone if you have read this book, but I picked Red, White, and Royal Blue because it is about um, a president's son and a prince from the UK, um, from London, so I picked London Boy. Pretty much the whole chorus, the whole song in general just relates to that. Um, I do love that book. It's so sweet. One thing that I don't love about Casey McQuiston's books is they're a little too long. I honestly feel like they could be like 100 pages less. But having said that, I love, love, love the way she writes a slow burn romance. And I love the dialogue between the characters. It's always just so sweet. And after that, now to get into a sad song. Uh, So the next song on the album is Soon You'll Get Better. Um, And spoilers, if you have not read A Thousand Boy Kisses by Tilly Cole and you do not want any part of the book spoiled because what I'm about to say is not on the back of the book, skip ahead like a minute or two. Um, But yeah, I picked A Thousand Boy Kisses um there's a lyric in the song that says I hate to make this all about me but who am I supposed to talk to what am I supposed to do if there's no you and if you have read this book you know that the female main character is sick in the book um and I thought of this line from the perspective of um oh what is his name I know her name's Poppy, Poppy and Rune, from Rune's perspective, like, what he's thinking once he finds out that she is sick. Um. So, yeah, that one's a sad one. I remember sobbing at the end of that book. All right, next song is False God, and I picked Neon Gods by Katie Robert. Um, I picked it specifically because the song False God is all about worshipping this love. It's all about, like... It's a very sexy song, in my opinion, Um, and Neon Gods is a fantastic Hades and Persephone retelling with amazing chemistry, and it is very much like worship, worshiping this love, worshiping other things in the book. Um, It is very spicy. Katie Robert does spice very well, in my opinion. I love all of her books. Every book I've ever read by hers has been so good, and I've read some of the monster ones keep that in mind. So even those, very good. Um, Next is the song You Need to Calm Down. And I picked another Casey McQuiston book. I picked One Last Stop. Um, this book is about um, one female main character. She's like in her early 20s living in New York City. Um And she's like just very cynical. She doesn't think that magic exists she doesn't believe in true love anything like that and she ends up meeting this girl on the subway and just like it's like instant attraction and she keeps seeing this girl and every time she sees her she realizes that this girl looks the same um and is very like vintage she has a lot of vintage clothing she's playing I think she's listening to like cassette tapes um and she eventually realizes that this girl is misplaced in time from the 70s she's like stuck on this train subway um and she is from the 70s but she's been stuck on this train for you know since the 70s so the main character starts kind of believing in magic obviously believing in love things like that um and it is a it it is two female main characters and it's so it's an lgbtq romance Um, but in it, because one of the main characters is from the 70s, she is used to homophobia and just kind of letting it happen, whereas our other main character, who is living in the modern world, is not afraid to stand up to people. And so I thought of this song a lot when I was reading that book. Um, Next song is Afterglow, and I picked Delilah Green Doesn't Care by Ashley Herring Blake, one of my favorite books that I read. I think I read it in 2022 Um, one of my favorite books I read that year it was so good so like sweet and cute and funny I remember it being very funny Um, but I picked the lyric tell me that you're still mine tell me that we'll be just fine even when I lose my mind Um, there is if I remember correctly I think it's like a third act conflict Um, and so I thought of that lyric when I was trying to pick books for this song, I thought of that lyric and was like, oh, I remember there being a third act conflict and them, like, resolving it in a very healthy way um, that I liked. Because sometimes I don't like third act conflicts. Sometimes I think that they're unnecessary, but if they're handled well, they can really add to the book. Um, all right, next song is Me. Um, and this one, I... <laughs> I had a hard time with this one because this song is like, I think that, you know, the media took it and made it kind of like a laughing joke. Um, I still enjoy it though. It's a good song, but there's a line that says, and when we had that fight out in the rain, you ran after me and called my name. And I immediately thought of The Notebook. Mind you, I haven't read The Notebook since high school, but I immediately thought of that and was like, I have to include that one. I just have to, because there is, there is specifically a point where they are having a fight in the rain and one of them calls their name and runs after them so I immediately thought of that book and was like yeah that's the one I have to include for this one even though I haven't read it since high school all right next song is it's nice to have a friend and I included or I did do seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid which I mentioned earlier is my favorite Taylor Jenkins Reid book um But there's a line that says, here's to my baby, he ain't reading what they call me lately, Um, and switch that to here's to my baby, she ain't reading, and I thought that fit um, Cecilia and Evelyn's story very well. Alright, the next song, which is technically the last song on the album, um, but I am going to include all of the Girls You Loved Before, so the last song on the actual album is Daylight, and for this one I picked Beach Read by Emily Henry. Um, this one is about two writers that are both kind of stuck in a rut. One of them writes romance, one of them writes literary, and they decide to kind of flip-flop their um, genres, um, and they're like, they live in neighboring beach houses, and so for the next, like, s- for the whole summer, they're going to f- try and write from the other's genre, um, and... Uh, sorry, I just had a brain fart. Um, I picked two different lyrics actually for this one. The first one was, is when, is in the song when it says, I don't want to look at anything else now that I saw you. um, Because there's kind of this moment in the book where they both kind of just look at each other and kind of realize, oh, I'm starting to have feelings for this person. And then the other line I chose was, I can still see it all in my mind. Um, just kind of Like, that feeling after the summer's over of them still, like, thinking back on the summer and seeing all of the moments in their mind. All right, and then the last song, which is not on the album, but it is, once she re-released it, it was re-released as a lover song, All of the Girls You Loved Before, Um, and I picked Written in the Stars by Alexandria Belfour, I think is how you say her last name, um, for this one. And I think, did I include another book of hers on here? No, maybe not. I thought I did. Um, But this book is about a uh, girl who has like a Twitter account all about like astrology and trying to find a soulmate. Um, And she goes on a date with a girl who doesn't believe in any of that stuff. Their first date does not go very well. Um, But I definitely thought of the line that says your past and mine are parallel lines, stars all aligned and they intertwined. Because as the book kind of progresses, they realize that there were things that kind of just fell into place. Like the stars kind of aligned for them Um, because they are like very much opposites. But even though they're opposites, like polar opposites, I mean, um, they still find a way to build this very strong and real connection out of their, I think they are fake dating at first, but it becomes like a very real and strong relationship. Um, So I thought of those lyrics for that one. All right, and that does it for the Lover album. Um, I'm very excited to keep doing these like Taylor Swift album book recommendations. They're really fun for me to do because it's a way for me to kind of like analyze every song, mind you, like I know all the songs, probably almost all of them by heart, there may be like one or two songs that I don't know, but sometimes just sitting down and really listening to and focusing on the lyrics is just like really fun for me, and especially relating it to books. Like it's two of my favorite things is music in general, but specifically Taylor Swift's music, I just think she's a fantastic songwriter, and books. like it's, it's so much fun for me to put these lists together. So much fun for me to just like pick the perfect book or in my mind, the perfect book for the songs. Um, and even now, like I keep a book journal and I have a section specifically, um, when I like do my little like review of each book that I read, I have a line specifically for me to put a song that I think of when I think of that book. Um, and some, it's sometimes a Taylor Swift song, sometimes it's not, um, but it's just a way for me to just build a deeper connection between two of my most favorite things in the world, books and music. Um, and so putting these lists together is so much fun for me. I love doing it. Um, I wish I could do it more often than once a month, but I'm trying to spread them out so that it doesn't become too repetitive and too like too much of the same thing. Um, so I feel like once a month is pretty it's pretty good for like kind of spacing it out not having it be too much of one of the same thing um but yeah that does it for february this is the last episode for february so next month will be um next week will be a wrap-up of what i read in february and then my march tbr and then next month for march i think i'm gonna do debut i think i'm gonna do all of the songs from debut i know we don't have taylor's version yet. Um, I'm thinking or hoping that once we get Taylor's version, I can go back and add any of the vault songs um and maybe just do like a mini episode of the vault songs and books that I think of. I'll obviously have to wait and like sit on it a little bit. Um so I can like get to know the songs, but yeah, I think I'm going to do debut next month. Also, I don't even remember if I mentioned it in the episode I did right after it was announced, but I am so excited to add an 11th album so I'll have one album for every month except for December Um, now that we're going to get a new album this year the Torture Poets Department I can't wait to find books for those songs because I just know I know I'm going to have a hard time like narrowing down one book to each song because I just feel like that those songs are going to be so beautiful and poetic and I just think they're going to be so like reader coded, like so perfect for those of us that are readers. But yeah, it'll mean that every month except for December, we'll have a Taylor Swift album book recommendation, which is good because December, I'll probably be doing like a lot of um, like Christmas related and holiday related content um, and podcast episodes, like uh, bookish gift guides and kind of also December will probably be a lot of like wrapping up and talking about what I read for the whole year um as well as maybe doing like anticipated releases for 2025 so it's fine that there won't be one in December because December will probably be busy but now there will be one for every month and I am so excited I can't even begin to tell you guys how excited I am for this new album I feel like this album is going to be very much for the type of person that I am and the type of music that I like um I'm just I'm so excited I'm so excited I can't wait um but yeah kind of got off track there um thanks for listening uh if you are still listening I appreciate it um yeah next week will be a February wrap-up and what I'm gonna read in March or what I plan on reading in March so I'll see y'all next time